0: Hey Coyotes fans and welcome back to your second favorite Coyotes themed podcast, the Chirpin' Yotes. We'll be talking all the breaking news, reviews, and all things fun today. Join with me as always, my friend Steadhead Grandy and my main man Chase. Boys, been a while. How are we doing? Doing
1: pretty good. Watching the uh, Suns go on an amazing run. Dreaming of the days in the future when the Coyotes do the same.
2: Yes sir, I'm right there with you. Um, it's been quite a ride. I've you know, been a Suns fan since uh, I can remember. Obviously, just not the big one. Coyotes were always my favorite team uh, in the Valley. But, uh, you know, it's it's good for Arizona sports to have a, a good success story every once in a while. Lord knows we don't get them very often. So, got to kind of latch on and be along for the ride. But uh, excited to talk some hockey with you boys
0: sure uh we definitely uh Arizona sports needs a bone every now and then but every dog has their day um let's get to it so we have some breaking news well I guess by the time you listen to this I guess a little bit uh not as breaking we have a new coach uh Andre Torni I'm gonna get slaughtered on the internet for that one I'm sure but I learned German not French so that's my excuse uh I guess let's cut into it boys what do we uh what do we think so uh, personally,
1: I absolutely love this hire. Um, after Mike Van Ryan was out and all of that, I started reading more about Torini, and we'll 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 just call him the Bear, so to avoid any name confusion. <laughs> but I, when, once I started reading about him, the guy has an absolutely amazing track record. He was coach, he was a defensive coach for the Avalanche, was an assistant coach for the Senators. But then on top of that, his junior's career and his um national team career is where he really is really shines. He's taken the Ottawa 67s and we were just looking at that team, those teams that he took and they weren't all that super great. He took them to the best record in the league his first year on that team. And then second best record his second year in that team. And then last year would have been the third year, and, well, we all know what happened there. It, no season. But that's the two last OHL Coach of the Year's that he took home that were given out. It's, he's paid his dues. He's come up the right way he's phenomenal with young kids i'm excited
2: yeah i'm excited as well grandy um you know um this wasn't exactly a name that i had in mind you know a few months back when when talk was gone but uh you know just kind of with our chats that we've had and you know the stories that we've all shared and articles and stuff and research um you know obviously this team um you know, it's got a lot of young players on it. Um, so I, I like the aspect of having a proven winner or a proven good coach with young talent. Um, like you said, in juniors and then with the national team as well. Um, you know, I th- I'm thinking it's going to translate really well to our squad because uh, I have a feeling that we're going to be getting rid of some older veteran guys and probably going with the youth movement, you know, through trying to get some draft picks back that – uh you know, that we need to get in in the next couple of years. And, um, you know, I'm I'm excited for the future. Um, It's, you know, more and more every day as days go by, you know, kind of preparing for that nasty stripped down, complete bear rebuild. I mean, minus, you know, a couple of our young talent players that are, you know, that we've always said are untouchable in our eyes. Uh, you know, hoping those guys, you know, get to stick around and, you know, we build around that. And, uh, you know, hopefully in a couple of years we can sign some uh, key free agents at the time. And, you know, hopefully we're on the right track with uh, development and stuff like that. And I think uh, or the bear, as we want to call him, uh, his nickname, uh, you know, I, I think it bodes well for the future of the franchise. And um, I'm here for it, man. I'm excited to take the ride. Um, you know when GMBA took over, uh, you know we kind of said that uh, you know the, the team had an identity crisis, and you know I, I feel like he's getting uh, you know pretty good solid brick down um, in this hire, and uh, you know we're going to get that foundation strong so that you know we don't get another failed attempt at the rebuild, and that's the last thing that we need at this point. So um, hopeful, excited. Nervous, uh, full range of emotions, but uh, you know I'm here for it, man.
0: Yeah, same. Uh, I feel the same. I, I watched the uh, press conference and I I got a a lot of hope. The scary man, I was like, hey, maybe maybe this is this is gonna be it, and maybe it is. You know, I think. Um, I mentioned him earlier, very briefly. The Suns. I mean, they kind of had their moment where they kept their head down and. And I think this is our time. This is the time that we're going to do that. And it it sucks. I don't want to suck. I don't want to be a basement dealer, especially in a new division where we'll have new rivals and um, new exposures, different markets. But, I mean, yeah, I think that uh, he is the right guy, Uh, personally, from just the little I knew about him. uh, Like Granny said, Van Ryn or Van Ryan, whatever his name may be, I'm terrible with names. Absolutely terrible. I'm so sorry. Um, If you ever listen to this, but... I think uh, once he was the one I knew the most about, but then when I saw he was that, I was like, oh, maybe not. But then uh, Granny started a lot of things on him and said something. I saw the Craig Morgan stuff about him, and I was like, okay, yeah, this is this is the guy I think that's gonna captain the ship, uh, whatever condition the ship may be. And I just uh, I think hopefully just rebuild sticks fourth chime the charm, uh, as they say. So, but um, Granny, I think. You might have answered it, but I wanted to get more in-depth. Of these potential hirings, of all the lists that we have, the one that Craig did a very extremely good job on, is this the best guy we could have hired? Uh, I ask you this because of the three of us, you'd be the guy to know. Um, I'll be willing to admit that for sure. So if you'll uh, take the floor and let me know what you think. Is this this our guy? Is this the best?
1: Well, like I said early on, I was all in on the Mike Van Ryan, and I didn't really look at other coaches as a result, which – is a mistake. You should never limit yourself like that. And I'm really glad GMBA didn't because once I started looking up and once I started reading about our coaches that were there, it's like, huh, you know, this Torney guy is, he's pretty special. He has, he looks like he has a lot of potential. Um, we talked about it a lot in our personal chats. We talked a lot of We've talked a lot about it recently about how we need somebody to come in and step up, take care of these youngsters. And any doubts I might have had, which there wasn't any, but any doubts I might have had got cleared up with one line from the from the press conference. He wants to come in, and he wants to give everyone a fresh start. This is a fresh start. And I think that's going to benefit Clayton Keller absolutely phenomenally. It's going to benefit most of our young players phenomenally. Don't get me wrong, but Clayton Keller especially, he needs that fresh start. He needs that time to just refocus and get back to what makes Clayton Keller, Clayton Keller. Um. Now, he's still going to hold them responsible. He's still going to do all of that stuff that a coach needs to do. I have no doubt about that, but that fresh start is so needed. He's not if if he's holding himself to that, he's not going to come in with any preconceived notions and just let these guys play. And all of the team needs that, but it's like I said, especially Clayton Keller. I think we could see a really good season out of Clayton Keller this year as a result. Um, Hayton's another guy that I think will benefit hugely from this. There's just, there's a lot I really, really like and really, really enjoy about this whole process about who we hired. Um, I'm looking forward to it and I definitely think he's the right guy for the next 3-4 years. And on that note, I've seen a lot of disappointment that oh, we just went the cheapest guy possible. No, we didn't. Just because he doesn't have NHL experience doesn't mean he's not the best guy for the job. Um we've talked about one thing that one thing that has driven me absolutely crazy from Coyotes fans is this holding Rick Tockett and saying, Oh, he's in, he was bad because he forced dump ins because he focused way too much on defense. And then those same fans turning around and going, Hey, I want John Tortorella. Get me John Tortorella. Like everything you disliked about Tockett John Tortorella magnifies.
3: I mean, the he w- got... that... Um, gosh, not with that one player this uh, Oh, this is me. Uh, yeah, he traded... Because of it. Um, Dubois or something like that. Purely Dubois? Yeah. It, yeah, I knew it was Dubois. Oh, yeah. no, that
0: was a kind of deal and all stuff.
1: Well, look at how... Uh, look at how often... Patrick Line got benched after he went to Columbus. I mean really? Ta- Tortorella wasn't exactly a guy who was good with young players and was good with um was good with skill. So I can understand if you want him because personally I think Tortorella is one of the better X's and O's coaches out there. And I think he does phenomenally when you give him a team of veterans. Um, I think he also burns his bridges really quickly. I love Z but if but if you were looking at just winning as much as possible next year and building up a team of veterans, is your guy. But that's not where we are at. Um this isn't the cheapest possible hire. This isn't anything along that lines. This is one one thing from the press conference today that I loved was gmba talking about how the reason he went this route was there's a lot of guys that deserve it that deserve a job that don't even get second looks because oh they don't have nhl experience why keep rehashing these
0: coaches who have hello from future tyler i am currently editing this and realize that i sound all correctly because of my internet uh, sorry about that, guys. Uh, hopefully, next time we'll get this fixed. But until then, I hope you enjoy the rest of the Chirpin Yodis podcast you are currently listening to. Thanks for listening.
1: Failed time and
0: time again. Bore.
1: So I'm.
0: The boar all the time. Look at it gets the the golden knight. Yeah, much of that. I think NBA is right. It gets time. to do get fresh talent instead of just recently, the same old. I mean, which to coach? I mean, well may change a little, you know, here and there, but overall, oh, you're going to have the same
3: kind of quality and culture. You know what I mean? I think, yeah, I think it's a good thing, I think. Sadly. Or whatever it is, it's I mean, the, the, one, the,
1: how, the thing you need to look at to see where the veteran coaches are at, where outside of the guys that are going to... Wait and take the perfect opportunity, like a Bruce Boudreau, Rick Tockett is considered the
3: best guy available. Hmm. And you get the Kondrabel. We thought.
1: Yeah, we thought he. I mean, yeah, he did a really good job, especially last year. But he, uh, it was also time to move on.
0: Yeah, I think uh, a multi-layer similar situation, Yeah, that's the.
3: What do you call it? The, uh, In English. Anyway. Um. I guess another thing to talk about. Is if, uh, Can we That. kind of... I suggest we... Just do if we build a... a sure thing called at a point. Uh, kind of with this... team, and he also brought it up today, Uh, just very briefly. you guys explain... Uh, why... You feel that... I, mean, I know why... You feel that way. I know the fans are, uh, I think Greg pointed out uh, for the pub. that they uh, focus on, oh, you know, an event or two we got for competing. Uh, Chase, I'm going you know, to Bar first. Kind of <laughs> I'm kind of quiet. going to kind of impen over it. So Chase, I'm to the wolves first. So what are you thinking of this rebuild?
0: deep rebuild do you think he? need? I'm going to read the so I don't first.
2: Yeah, sorry, Tyre Pretty choppy. So I, I think you had asked about uh, my thoughts on like expectations on rebuild. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, we, we've touched on it um, quite a few times in like the uh, previous episodes and, and stuff like that. Um, but uh, you know, I mean, at this point, we're nowhere close where we need to be. Um, and, uh, you know, just kind of with this hire, um, you know, we, we need to get assets back, young talent back, um, you know, draft capital. And unfortunately, I know that's probably going to mean that, uh, you know, some of these fan favorites are going to be shipped out the door. Um, but, I mean, it's, it's what it's going to take to, you know, get us through this time, um, you know, looking towards the future. Um, you know, the trust the process thing comes to mind. Um, it's not going to be pretty, um, it's going to be painful at times, you know, lose a lot. Um, but, uh, you know, I mean, it's, 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 right. it's, it's what we need to have happen. Um, you can't continue to do these, you know, half rebuilds, uh, you know, can't, can't pick a direction of, uh, you know, where we want to take this team or build it, uh, you know, like like I alluded to earlier, team kind of pretty much had an identity crisis, uh, you know, after Chica and then, uh, you know, GMBA coming in having a pretty short offseason to, you know, kind of start putting his stamp on things. Um, so this is kind of the offseason that I'm thinking that, uh, you know, obviously uh, the hire today, uh, you know, goes a long way in that foundation. Um, but, uh, you know, just just kind of cements that, uh, you know, this is going to be a young, probably highly skilled, um, looking after, you know, you know, looking to highly skilled players that also, um, you know, can be like a combination, you know, with a little bit of grit, um, which, you know, obviously, Uh, when you're young I mean these players are you know gonna have to grow into the NHL game and everything like that so I mean patience is gonna have to be there on our side of things and uh, it's gonna be tough at times but uh, I'm excited for it man and you know I'm here for it I'm you know ready to start seeing these moves take place Um, I'd rather it start you know months ago but uh you know it's, it's time man i mean let's get let's get these things rocking and rolling the draft is going to be a big night for us i have a feeling uh, you know just from talking amongst us and all that good stuff so um lots of exciting things are coming down the pipeline I, i'm thinking definitely agree definitely agree uh granny
0: any extra i know you, you kind of mentioned it a bit of these pieces uh, earlier in this pod but i uh, need little extra things you want to add before i go yeah,
1: um, I do want to say real quick, because I'm seeing this word thrown out a lot, too. This is not a tank. This is not what we were doing back in 2015, trying to be as bad as humanly possible to get Connor McDavid. This that is grabbing the young players and focusing on their development. And if, they, if we lose games and get that first overall pick, that's just an added plus. Um, but I think if you're rebuilding with the idea of getting a first overall pick, you've already failed because when you don't get said first overall pick, what do you do then? It's, uh, getting first overall is a luck thing completely with the lottery. So plan on getting top five picks, but don't plan on getting the first overall. Um... But having said that, we need to go younger, we need to add skill, we need to add high draft picks and good prospects to the system. But at the same time, we need to find late-round talent that works. And one thing I love is how GMBA, the first thing he did when he got here was he built up an incredible scouting staff. He built up the scouts, he built up that section before he did anything else because at the base of any good team is great scouting. And I mean, you can look at any team, every team that's in that was in the playoffs this year was in the playoffs either directly or even indirectly because of the draft. Yes. Even the Vegas golden Knights who used their draft picks, to select prospects who they then traded for Mark Stone and for Packy Everything runs through the draft. So building that base is huge. Um, a story I heard on a podcast recently that involved Craig button was, uh, about Mo Cedar because he was, when Maurice Cedar was taken by the Detroit Red Wings, it was a shocking pick. It was a pick that blew everyone's mind. Because Moritz Cedar was expected to be this stay-at-home defenseman who played really good defense, but didn't really offer much of anything else, because that's what he was in Germany. Well, it turns out that as the Detroit Red Wings scouts figured out and snuffed out, Moritz Cedar wasn't handling the puck because they the Red are the. German team had somebody that was better at doing it, and so they wanted him to focus on his defense game. It wasn't because they didn't trust him, it wasn't because he wasn't capable of doing it, it was because they just had somebody better at it. So you never saw that side of him, you never saw Maurice Cedar carry the puck, and the, which is why after the draft year, as he started carrying that for the Detroit minor league system. As he started being that playmaker, you saw a lot more puck skills and everybody realized, wow, we were wrong on this guy. It's just, if the Detroit Red Wings hadn't found that fact, some other team is sitting there with Mo Cedar looking like the steel of the draft. Scouting is everything. The draft is everything. It's how you build good teams. And we haven't done that for years.
0: When was the last time you'd say we did something like that? Off the Never. top of your head.
1: I mean, I mean, never. We've gotten better at it, but like the Don Maloney era, we talk a lot about how frustrating it is that Sebastian Ajo went three picks after Christian Fischer. Well, we didn't have a single scout in Europe. There was no way we were going to draft Sebastian Ajo. So that right there is a huge opportunity missed. Because we didn't have scouts anywhere. And it's just, it's something that throughout this team's history, we've sucked at drafting. We've sucked at developing because we can't get those good players. We can't identify, hey, this is a fatal flaw. Like we saw with Dylan Strom. Dylan Strom had the puck skills. He had the head to make everything work. But that skating was so far behind it really turned into a fatal flaw that kept him from the NHL for way too long. Um, And that's just, we need scouts to identify those as well as identify talent. We finally started seeing us hit on late-round picks recently. Jan Yannick, Matthias Macelli, John Faranici. We've seen us hitting on these guys lately. But for years, I mean, outside of Conor Garland, who is the last time we've seen a third, fourth, fifth, sixth-round pick truly excel for the team.
0: That's true. You're right. I think
1: the only other guy I can think of is Keith Yandel.
0: Got all the man. Miss that guy.
1: Oh, yeah. But I've taken up enough of this time, so I think it's, <laughs> a, I think it's time to hear some from you.
0: All right. Well, i just going to do a comparison. Uh, I guess I watched too much Colin Cowherd, I guess. but So, I want to be the Suns. I don't want to be the D-backs. I want to be a team that, if we suck for three, even four years, but we get something like this, legitimate playoff runs, legitimate chances where we look good, we're not the lucky, oh, if it wasn't for X reason, the Cowboys wouldn't be here, I'll take it. And it seems like, at least to me, I, I could be maybe overlooking into this, I think with, as you said, GMBA building up the scouting, uh, also having an owner, um, owner that seems to to want to win. Uh, I know that it's this is weird. I think we're entering an era, a very different era for the first time in a while of Coyotes hockey. I think this is. Uh, I, I do feel hopeful. I know these next few years are going to suck, but if we end up like the Suns, I'm okay with that. Um, I mean, look at the D backs. I mean, they absolutely just have made abysmal moves, and they're a team that I follow very closely. I mean, you win eighty two games, you sell pieces off, and then win eighty five, and you it's like, what? Why? Why would you buy Madison Bumgarner? So the, the things like that. I, I don't want to be that, but I feel like this is it. I feel like we're gonna we're doing something here, boys, and I, I'm excited, cautiously excited. I, I'm gonna. It is Arizona sports, so I'm going to definitely keep my alcohol near me, but I, uh, I'm i looking forward to it. I think it's time to rebuild. I don't want to see Kessel go. One of my favorite players in the entire league before he was a Coyote. Name my dog after him, for crying out loud. So I, uh, it'll be worth it in the end, though. That's all that really matters to me.
2: Yeah, and just to kind of touch on that real quick, I mean, obviously we all want to be the Suns, But we want to be the sons of, like, the last, let's say, two to three years when the rebuild actually started gaining traction. And a lot of that came from putting the right people in positions to make the decisions best for the franchise. And, I mean, you take a look at, you know, the people that they inserted into that franchise, because Sarver ran the thing into the ground for years and years and years and years. I don't want to wait these, you know, the 10 years that it's been since we've sniffed the playoffs or 11 years or or whatever it was, but get to the point where, and it it seems like we're installing the correct people in the right place. So I I think we are getting closer to that. Um, obviously, you know, GMBA is a, a big step. Um, coach is a big step now. And, um, like you said, Grandy and Tyler, you know, we've built up the scouting department, which is crucial. I, I feel like we are going in the right direction here. So that that is something that I can see us building upon and being good, you know, and, and a good team in, you know, three or four years or, you know, down the line, as opposed to, you know, stretching this thing out any longer and, uh, you know, like the Suns did. But uh, just wanted to kind of clarify on that real quick because, that was uh, not a very good RAN franchise for many, many years as well. No, isn't it, it? If I may, it, actually, I'm
1: sorry. if I may, actually, too, yeah, it's uh, the Coyotes essentially are the Suns right now for the last 10 years. I mean, we have one playoff run where we were pretty gifted to get it. Um, it was never, if the pandemic didn't take, we weren't making the playoffs that year. Let's be real. Um, Facts. I yep. don't want that. I don't want be lucky to make the playoffs and be lucky and count on catching everyone off guard to maybe advance to the Stanley Cup Finals where you then get blown out, a la the Montreal Canadiens. Um, I want to be the team that's well-built that gets there organically, that looks primed to compete for four or five years even.
2: Yeah, sustained. And,
1: and to touch on Tyler's point about the D-backs, the D-backs never have picked a, picked a direction to go. They've tried rebuilding while at the same time as competing, and that just it's so very rarely works because at the end of the day, You're behind the teams that are getting the talent at the top of the draft. You need that talent that's at the top of the draft to hit the next level. Absolutely. You can get lucky and you can draft. The Islanders are a perfect example of getting lucky. I mean, Matt Barzell fell into their lap. As good as the Islanders are, take Matt Barzell away and their offense is... Their offense is so bad, they're probably losing in the first round every year. Um, that can happen to teams. But the fact of the matter is, is most teams, the Lightning have Headman and they have Stamkos, who are top five picks. The Colorado Avalanche have four top ten picks. They have Rantanen. they have Kale McCarr, they have uh, McKinnon, they have Byram, they have lot of top 10 picks on that team that's what you need to hit the next level you just short of getting those high impact players you don't get those guys through free agency i mean yeah we could go out and sign landis cog who's 28 and not a fit with the timeline of this team at all but that's probably the highest impact free agent out there this year um and you can sometimes get them through trades but those trades cost picks and cost prospects
0: which we don't really have to be honest.
1: No, we don't. So the best thing we can do is just take a step back, focus on growing the young kids, and l- if we lose games, we've got to be okay with that. Now, yeah. maybe Tournay comes in and our young players take such massive leaps that, oh, we're actually competitive. I will be perfectly happy with that. I will be thrilled. But as it stands right now, we need several players to take several huge
0: leaps to get to that point for sure I, I don't know. I, again we're going to see how torn tourney tournier, how he does i mean i'm looking forward to it i, I really am i, think, I uh, think he's the right guy
1: i think we've pronounced his name about seven different ways
0: yeah we'll find a way eventually i'm sure there's some french canadian somewhere listening to us we actually have a couple fans up there so i mean i'm sure we'll get an email or something
1: The worst part is my family's French-Canadian, so it's like... Oh, boy,
0: you're disappointing them, man. Jeez, you're not... That's no Thanksgiving for you, man. You're out. You can join my family. I got you. Uh... Only if you speak German. And only to me. That's the rule. (laughs) Only me. Um. But since... Uh, actually, one more thing before I go. I thought of it earlier. I don't remember who said it. It's about the Suns, but it's it's relevant to what we're talking about. I want to say it was the old GM McDonough or whatever his name was. McDonough. He um, said something about like Golden State was so good, there's kind of no point in competing kind of thing. So he kind of just you know stayed down, got draft pick, whatever. I think that's kind of well, what the D-back should have done, because obviously. But I, I hope that's what we, we do. I hope we just... Oh, boy. This rebuild's going to be fun. Anyways, before we get on to the next segment, the... With some other news, we are sponsored still by Ray's Energy. And if you use our promo code Yotes at checkout, you say 15% support the show. And it also counts towards their apparel. So you could get your cool t-shirt. Fourth of July is coming up. Grandy's favorite flavor is the Apollo. It tastes like a bomb pop. His favorite of all little popsicles, as we've decided before. So anyways, thank you, Ray's. We appreciate it. And thank you all for checking them out. Um, so it's been a while since our last episode. I think a month, right? Month and a half something like that i'm not good at time or anything like that uh, i'm just been curious boys uh, i talk to you every day but let tell the audience out there what have you guys been doing since our last meetup
1: uh working and working and <coughs> working and warzone um i mean really warzone. outside of working watching the suns and playing warzone with you guys it's Hasn't been a whole lot of time for much of anything at all. It's part of why we're on a two-month hiatus on this pod. Is it just?
0: We finally got news today.
1: Yeah, it just for I think not just for me, but for you guys as well. Just Mm -hmm. it all kind of caught up at
0: once. So, thankfully, during the off season. Thankfully.
1: Yeah, and for me, that's always going to be how it is. The job I work, we're going to be busier in the summer than we are the winter. So if we miss pods in the off season, it's not as big of a deal. Um, I mean, we didn't have any actual news to talk until the last what week. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah.
1: But at the same time, I really do enjoy doing this pod with you. I really do enjoy giving our listeners something to listen to
0: the second favorite podcast.
1: And, uh, I look forward to some of the big things we have planned for this offseason, including something that I am very excited for that we will yeah, talk me about
0: too. in the pod. Me too. Foreshadowing. That was the word earlier. I forgot. It's called foreshadowing. My English <laughs> teacher is impressed. I obviously did very well in college. So, you know. Chase, what you been up to besides family stuff? Cause you missed an episode because family stuff, and I think family stuff kept happening. So what else have you been up to?
2: Yeah, you know, uh, I've got pretty much an army full of kids, and, um, you know, two of them are here for the summertime that, uh, you know, spend most of their time with the mom, so just kind of uh, catching up with them and spending time with them, obviously still working, uh, all that fun stuff that goes along with that, and, you know, just find ways to make things work when I do get free time, you know, an hour here, an hour and a half there or whatnot. Uh, you know, dropping with the boys in war zone is always a great pastime. And, you know, keeps, <laughs> as silly as it sounds, it keeps me mentally okay. All <laughs> the <get> murder. <laughs> unleash, uh, you know, some frustrations out on, you know, random people on the internet. And in a positive way. In a positive way, yep, without actually hurting anybody in real life. So, you know, it's, it's good stuff. Uh, but, you know, other than that, just, you know, hanging out with the summer, hitting the pool, you know. Uh, got a bunch of fireworks today for the 4th of July that I'm stoked about. Legal fireworks. Uh, yeah, the good ones. The good ones that, uh, that yeah, they're, they're definitely legal. I promise. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> we don't condone uh, setting firecrackers off in a yeah. desert. So, I would
2: never. I would never. At your own man. risk. Yeah, you guys know me too well. I, yes. I'll, I'll, I ride everything straight and narrow. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, <laughs> <laughs> <But> yeah. <laughs> other than that, man, uh, you know, I had some illness go through the, the home last week and actually for probably about the last 10 days. So, that's been fun to deal with. Uh, you know, it just kind of seems to pass from person to person and just this long process but i think we're over the hump now and just kind of getting recovered and yeah excited for this three-day weekend i got coming up so what about you tyler
0: i've been having a good time actually uh not that i don't like hanging out with your boys because i do but my chelsea blues chelsea fc champions of europe uh, I was absolutely fantastic watching those matches i uh I cried a little bit kissed the patch on my jersey uh celebrated same blue as the color in the streets it was a good time i was having a good time uh, my sister's graduation party was the same day and uh people were lo- like what was he watching and uh, they're wondering what i was doing up there because i was just screaming and yelling but fantastic thank god for chelsea who also opened it up for the suns to win in my opinion the good mojo spread uh premier lacrosse league has started been watching that every weekend my water dogs aren't amazing but they're not bad couple of heavy losses here Our goalie wear sweatpants pretty awesome um uh, barstool likes us big barstool team uh, then i've been also just working some Warzone. i didn't play monster hunter as much i'm playing a lot of the mario golf i finally have been able to get off that crack pipe so that's always nice other than that just kind of waiting for coyotes news some playoff games here and there for NHL and, well, of course, the Suns. Watching the Suns uh, like crazy. Been a good time watching that. I uh, wasn't the, I had, basketball wasn't a sport I followed too heavy. Like I said, I follow a lot of other sports hockey, uh, football, both of them, and uh, baseball. So, so, basketball kind of took the uh, thing. But when I moved out where I live now, of mine took me a couple games out here and I was slowly kind of getting into it in this playoff run. I was like, wow, this basketball thing is actually way more awesome than I remember it. So, fan for life. I'm definitely uh, watching more of that. So, but yeah, that's pretty much all I've been up to. So, but it's also today the uh, Coyotes' birthday. Today is the day that they were announced they're moving from Winnipeg. So, happy birthday. 25th. Woohoo. That's good stuff. Nothing but high-rises since then so yeah
2: <laughs> it's been it's been all mountaintops baby
0: oh yeah we're like the golden eyes we have only had success so oh, dubs only baby dubs only so
2: <laughs> yeah wow. I mean, their uh their tenure here has pretty much matched our war zone career so far boys so hey Couldn't you know be. we got some good plays every now and then yeah yeah, and we all know Chase
1: is the carry, just like Shane Doan was for years. So,
2: Absolutely. <laughs> that's,
1: actually pretty, that's actually a pretty good uh, comparison.
2: <laughs> I don't know. Grandy's starting to carry his weight pretty well as well. Tyler makes some good plays. So. Every now and then I get flashes of brilliance. <laughs> High IQ plays. I still can't chuck a helicopter at somebody the right way, so i got to figure that out. But I know. shoot at them. I Just when they pass
0: by me. I'm like, eh. <laughs> what are you going to do? Come down here then. Yep. Um, I, well, we have a, a situation in the league, league-wide. I put it down further in the podcast to be kind of drowned out. Well, actually, I guess the rest of our pod is kind of, Oh, that's okay. So, there's been a, again, I'll call it a situation between the Blackhawks and allegations. Again, they are allegations. There's nothing been uh confirmed, denied, nothing like that. Um... I guess I, I'll i go first on this one, uh, just so I get my thoughts out there. I seem to go last, and then you guys say everything, and I'm like, I swear I have opinions of my own. I promise. Um, pretty stark allegations. Uh, to say the least, I'm glad the, our organization's not involved in anything like this, um, especially when I see a Katie Strang article tied to it. I know it's going to be some juicy tidbits. I'm glad it's not us. I'm glad that uh, we're not in the news. Um, These allegations are pretty serious. Uh, It does not seem well, but again, they are allegations. Um, It's a shame that we're not protecting players, uh, or certain organizations are not protecting players, and we're allowing media darlings to kind of... How do I put it? Um, Dictate the news, I guess. And that's kind of my thoughts on it. I think it's a disgusting act. Um, I won't say the act that it is here. just because of several reasons, but uh, it's unfortunate. And it's actually caused me to not watch the Stanley Cup final, as fun as it may be, because of the allegation. I don't feel it's in my right to focus on and give the NHL something celebratory over this until this is resolved personally. It's a personal decision. If you guys are still watching, I have no problem with that. Um, but yeah, I guess whoever wants to uh, go first, I guess we can uh, talk this out. If i
1: if I may, <clears throat> I'd mm-hmm. like to go first.
0: Yeah, go for it.
1: And actually, as hard as it's been, I haven't physically watched a game either myself. Um, with these allegations going on, I like you said, I just don't think it's the right thing to do. I don't think. I don't think for an organization that's trying to sweep this under the rug and just hope that it. Runs up against the, uh, what is it, the laws of, i um, blanking on the word.
0: Uh, statute of Limitations?
1: Yeah, that's it, Statute of Limitations. An organization that's sweeping the under the rug and just praying they can get through till that time. I don't feel it's right to take the storyline off of that, excuse me, at the moment. Even with something as big as the Stanley Cup Finals going on. But you guys should absolutely read up on this, form your own opinions. There's been some fantastic reporting done by The Athletic, done by uh, TSN, and done Strang by too. a local station in Chicago. Um, Can you be easy? Uh, I th- everyone should be reading up on this, in my opinion. Everyone should come away with their own, their own feelings but i think my goal here is to spread awareness. we're not necessarily going to talk about what it is. we don't feel like we have we don't know anything more than these articles have. we're also not experts on this subject at all and it's it's not fair for the to the victims to be guys like us to be uh espousing on their lives. so Um, yeah, I think you should all just go, like I said, read the athletic, read TSN, form your own opinions.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's pretty much the same thing we said when, uh, that lovely article regarding the coyotes, uh, you know, earlier in the year came out and, um, pretty much taking the same stance here. Um, the stuff that I will say though, it's completely and utterly disappointing, there's so much there it's it's damning i mean every time that we've seen this much smoke there is definitely a lot of fire and i just i mean it's it, it turns my stomach to say the least and um, i also have not been partaking in watching actual live games i catch highlights and you know stuff like that that i see on my timeline and stuff like that but uh you know a lot of Part of that too is that uh, you know um, I I just it's I'm not really happy with hockey right now as far as the league is concerned and you know there's there's other things going on in life that uh, you know I feel that I can put time energy and focus into rather than you know glorifying this because I'm not thrilled with the commissioner's statements on it Um, like you had touched on Grandy it just seems like I mean this is. All getting a little swept up a little swept under the rug a little bit too much for my liking. I can't believe it's made it this far without coming out. I mean this was almost what eleven years ago at this point and um, it's, it's just completely gross to me but um, yeah, like everybody else has kind of alluded to, do your research. several great articles out there from trusted well respected writers. And, uh, you know, I mean, usually when they get a hold of something like this, there is definitely something there. And uh, like I said, from, from what I've seen, it's, it's damning to say the least. And, uh, I, man, I sure hope it makes me curious because uh, we all know how hard the league came down on us for something that ha- does not even hold a single candle to what is going on here, and I will be very interested to see what happens since this is a beloved, historic, uh, original six franchise. So we shall see. I will be strapped up, and uh, you know, looking forward to watching the show. I'm glad you said that. What? That last what? bit there. Um, sorry, Granny. I'm gonna
0: take it just for a second here. But uh, you said that right there, Chase. I was actually just just about to say. I was my closing remark. They sent the Army, Marines, the Air Force, all at us when we did that, what was it, testing the prospects or whatever before the window, whatever it was. But this, as you said perfectly, doesn't hold a candle to it. You absolutely hit the nail on the head with that. That is actually my not my biggest gripe. Obviously, the crime is the biggest gripe. But in all of this, I mean, you sent everything at a team that just did this. You protected a team because they're original six because they were one of your favorite part of the boys club and were the redheaded stepchild that they forget about. Honestly, you know, and that that's another gripe that I have. You know, it's and then another team got hammered with something. I saw it on Twitter. Someone else said something else, and I was like, "See, exactly." So those two teams, us and somebody else, got this huge punishment. And what do the Blackhawks get? I mean, they get just this benefit of the doubt. Like, where was ours? What if we were right? What if we didn't do what we we're alleged? You know. But anyways, Granny, sorry to cut you off.
1: Oh, no problem. Um, I I do just want to add to this. Based on how I feel and based on how I feel about these allegations, if this did involve my team, that would no longer be my team until some wholesale
0: changes were made.
2: Yep, right there with you, buddy. Yep. It'd be
0: hard. It'd be the hardest thing I ever did. This team, and I think people, all three of us agree, is definitely our all-time favorite. This is the team. Uh, this, I agree. This team is a huge
1: part of my identity as a person. That may yep. sound sad, but I live, eat, and breathe hockey. It's my favorite sport. This team, the Coyotes, is a huge part of who I am. To walk away isn't a small thing. Um, And this is something... I would absolutely walk away from because walk away until wholesale changes were made. And again, I respect the Blackhawks for what they did as a team, but they've lost said respect until wholesale changes are made.
0: I don't really respect the Blackhawks before this, and this has made it worse, to be honest. I didn't like them before, don't like them now. Well, I really don't like them now, but that's just a... I'm a I mean, that's, Red Wings fan, that's, so.
1: that's coming from the Red Wings fan, exactly.
0: <laughs> part time, part time. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, so, anyways, I'm glad we got that out of the way. I was something I was dreading. I was like, oh, should we how old in depth should we go? Should we even talk about this? Do we have the right to talk about this? But um, it seems like we uh, handled that pretty tastefully. At least I think so. But I'm sure we'll get an email or something. So we'll see. Um. So. Actually, kind of said things in the Stanley Cup final. So, really, um, a bit of really juicy Coyotes news. Um, besides the coach, obviously, Tor uh, Torny, also Torceni. Jeez, we we got to figure this one out. Um, is OEL is looking to be moved um, for a various? And I think you've had a couple scenarios you made, Grandy, but what? But, um, you guys think what are what are your general thoughts let's go with uh chase first i want to give me the wolves
2: yeah i mean general thoughts um obviously uh you know i've watched oel for quite some time he came up in the dave Tippett era which um you know he he excelled early um well i mean not crazy early or anything like that but uh you know i, I do remember him cracking the lineup, uh, you know, when we had our nice little run there. And then, uh, you know, just kind of watching him progress as a player. Uh, I've, I've enjoyed his time here for the most part, watching him play and everything like that. Uh, you know, he's had some not-so-great things happen to him in his personal life over the past few years and all that good stuff, uh, not to make excuses for him or anything like that. But uh, he has been, for the most part, a pretty solid player for us. But, uh, you know, I mean, at this point... And I'm sure he probably feels the same way. We're, we're, we're looking for two different things at this point. I mean, we're going probably full scorched earth here. And I'm sure as somebody who's been around the league for quite some time, he has given a lot to us and everything like that. Uh, I'm sure he's kind of ready to you know, go somewhere where he does have a chance to win quicker than we are going to have a chance to win. And I completely respect that. I've never had anything against OEL like like you, Tyler. But, um, you know, no, I, it's definitely never one of my favorite players or anything like that, but always respected his game. Um, you know, there was times back in the day where, you know, we're like, this guy's got to win an Oris, man. But uh, You know, that, that stuff doesn't bounce that way sometimes. So um, I'll be interested to see where he lands. Obviously, um he would have liked to see this happen last offseason, but it uh, was pretty handcuffed uh, as far as GMBA goes. I think he had a list of two teams or whatnot, Vancouver and Boston, that he was okay moving to or, and not a lot of time to get something done. But uh, you know, it'll be interesting, interesting to see where he lands. Um, I would expect a decent return um, as far as that goes. Uh, I think we've all kind of come to the consensus that we're going to have – Probably takes uh, you know a bad contract back, but if we have to do that to uh, you know recoup some capitals in the farm of prospects and you know younger players and draft picks, then you know I think I think it's time
1: yeah, on oel it's just it's time to move on it's time for a fresh start for everyone involved. one of my one of the saddest things about the OEL situation to me is that His best seasons came when we were a garbage team. When we were 2015, 2016, we were bad. We were bad. But those years were, I mean, what's hard to remember is those years, as good as Chikrin was this year, OEL was still better those years. They were incredible years by a defenseman. It just came on in absolutely bad team um and I think that's going to be something that's the what if of OEL is what if we were good for his prime um but regardless, like I said it's time to move on I'll be honest I have no idea what the return is going to be I was thinking we would get absolutely nothing and then I started reading people from other areas and it sounds like we'll get well not a lot not what we would have gotten had we traded him two three years ago quite a bit more than I was expecting so that's a hopeful sign Um, we will have to either retain salary on his deal or take a really bad contract back but it's it's time to move on it's time for him to get a fresh start I will always be an OEL fan. Um, I will be sad the day we trade him because he was a huge part of this team for years. Both a good team and a bad team. So, I wish him best of luck, but I also look forward to our next captain, and I look forward to this being the Jacob Chickren team.
0: The Jacob Chickrin show. Arizona Chickrens.
1: So, uh, Tyler, now that we went from... That tell us how you feel.
0: Uh, well, in 2017, I saw the Maple Leafs play the Coyotes. Sat in the suites, and my buddy him so loud he actually heard us and looked up at us, wearing Coyotes jerseys, and being like, "What on earth?" That confused look in his face is burned into my skull, and I love it. But I will say this: um, I think he, like you boys have said, I mean, sometimes you just you need a change of scenery whether it's a place you live, a relationship, um, friendship, even a brand of cereal you eat. eat, Excuse me, if I can talk tonight. Um, I think it's good for him. And I hope, I genuinely do mean this, I I hope that wherever he goes, he does get a resurgence. I hope it does revitalize him, um, both his game and the way he's been. What happened to him in his personal life, that can't be easy. I thankfully have not had something like that happen. Something similar, but nothing exactly like that kind of loss in my life i don't know what it would do to me so i just hope wherever he goes it's a good spot for him and a good trade for us i know we may take a bad contract or we may not get the exact hole but you know what I, I hope it's good for both ends i truly do um you know thank you for the years i may not have been your biggest fan probably far from as that story goes but it's uh it's just time to move on and that's okay and it happens to everyone for all different things. So I haven't eaten Reese's Puffs in a long time because we had a relationship too. And that's okay. Because Reese's Puffs and I are still friends. So it's all right. Reese's it worked out Puffs. pretty good. They're good, but they're just, I don't know. man. I don't know if it's just because I'm getting an old, stubborn old man at 27 or what. But I just, I don't love them the way I used to. And I hope they're okay.
1: What's, what's funny is I can't remember the last time I actually ate cereal.
0: <laughs> Me either. I cereal all the time. I love cereal.
2: I am not the cereal person.
1: And I'm the I'm the singular bachelor life guy here. What the hell?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just like cereal. I just like the taste. I think I think a bowl of fruity pebbles in the morning with a muffin is good. It's a black rifle coffee, not a sponsor, but could be. You know, and that's and that's good stuff.
1: I, I will say, cinnamon toast crunch is
0: fantastic. I almost said, "That was like, my like, junior high and high school."
2: Right
0: you guys calling me a crunchy? kid? Now you're trying to suggest that I'm a child? I eat like a child? Is that what you're suggesting? I feel like you're low key kind of being like, oh, I eat cereal in the morning, like I'm a pleb. No, I don't actually, know. Do you still I eat dino that.
2: nuggets,
1: Tyler? Well, I So anyway, next topic. More of the bachelor. <laughs> I see cereal as more of the bachelor food. <laughs> the guy who
0: Bastard so Chow from Futurama.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: <laughs> oh man. I mean I I eat fried bologna too. But it's a culture thing. Germans like it. So, you know, I'm just embracing the culture. That's all. That's all. So, what about um what about garland? What's uh what do you voice? If make if I can, I want
1: to I want to start on this one.
0: Go for if it. I it's have, all yours.
1: I have thoughts.
0: You have thoughts? Well, hey, I'm not going to stop you. Go for it.
1: So, my thoughts on this is it is being completely and utterly overblown. <clears throat> I think his agent is... There's three possible things his agent's trying to do. One, the most likely, trying to rush things along, get his payday, get Connor Garland's payday, and get a better contract out of it. By saying, hey, look, you're not paying attention to us. Pay us. Pay us. I'm going to be asking more because of this now. Um. Two... And there is a slim possibility, it's true. Very slim, but there is a possibility this is true. He's trying to force his way out of town. I don't think it's likely. I think we're very, very small. That's actually what happens. Um, But there is a possibility. And then three, Garland really does want to be the face of the team and is a little upset that he's being upstaged by Chikrin. And I think there's an even less chance that that is what it is. So I think all signs point to this just being uh agent trying to get more money by saying his client's upset.
0: That's what I kind of but, thought too, to be honest with you. That's what I was thinking.
1: But not only that, let's, all everyone everyone who's upset the coyotes aren't talking to him yet that's what our assistant gm is for while our gm is in a is in talking to coaches our assistant gm is the go between for everything else we don't have one he left kind of suddenly without a replacement um among the things GMBA has to do over the next month, he has to, well, now he has hired a coach. Hire an assistant GM. Deal with the unrestricted free agents. Deal with the restricted free agents. uh, Plan and prep for the expansion draft. Plan and prep for the draft. Plan and prep for free agency. Talk trade, or trade away the team's captain. Talk trade on other pieces, including Phil Kessel, Darcy Kemper, it's, I mean at the end of the day, Connor Garland is a restricted free agent. We have time. We don't have to sign him right this second. On a season like this, your restricted free agents aren't going to take front and center front and center uh priority because Everything else has a time limit. Your RFA's time limit is at the end of all those time limits. We made Conor Garland our number one priority, and then missed out on Michael Bunting, who signs with another team because he's an unrestricted free agent, and then lost someone we weren't expecting because we didn't do expansion draft prep, would be... Disastrous for this team. We can't afford to lose these guys, and we can't afford to lose Chick or the uh, Garland either. But at the end of the day, Garland's a restricted free agent. We have time, chill. And if he does get moved, it's for the best of the team. I don't want to see him moved.
3: Yeah, neither.
1: But he is one of the older pieces of this core.
0: Crazy to say he that. He
1: does make one of the most... He, does, he is that piece that makes the most sense to move out of that core. I don't want to see him move. And I don't necessarily think he will. I, there's a lot of rumors out there. I share those with everyone. But I think those rumors are kind of not exactly all there. Um, I, like I said, I think he will be a coyote next season. It's yeah, just chill, chill, calm down. It's perfectly normal. We haven't resigned him in a normal off season where you don't have an expansion draft and you don't have a GM's first draft with a team and you don't have to hire a coach and you don't have to trade your captain away.
0: Assistant GM to Harley hire. Would
1: take, would take. Priority number one. And in the offseason, Garland would have been the first priority going into this offseason. Because of circumstances, he can't be. And he's a fan favorite. I get everybody's flipping out over that. It's perfectly normal. Calm down. Just take a deep breath, calm down.
0: Don't give in to the agent. That's what the agent wants. I mean, I I think 100% when you you said that first theory, I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking he's definitely, like like the Aaron Rodgers situation, trying to stir the ire to kind of get it, you know, get the fans on his side and make us look bad. So we kind of go, okay, okay, we'll sign whatever dollar amount or whatever it may be.
1: To put it in perspective how likely I think my three theories are, 99.5% theory one. 0.3% theory one. 0.2% 0.2% theory three. So yeah. like those last two are the conspiracy theory theories.
0: Got a the tinfoil hat on.
1: Exactly. Um, hmm. I don't think this is a big deal. I don't necessarily, there's a chance he gets traded, but again, it does make sense as much as that sucks to say.
0: Yeah, I mean, we are entering full rebuild and it's crazy to see what he's like, what? 25 or whatever. Say he's an yeah. older piece. Like, holy crap, dude. Make me feel like I'm ancient. Which, I'm twenty-seven. Feel like I'm ancient.
1: Which twenty-five isn't that old, but he is the oldest piece of the core. Uh, Schmaltz might be older than him. I'm not one hundred percent on that. Um, but it's those two are the two older pieces of the core, and we can't move Schmaltz because we're not going to get enough to make moving him worth it. So, um, at yes. the end of the day, at the end of the day, this off season we have four pieces. That, and this is kind of the order I rank them in seeing them moved. The four pieces that could be moved to get stuff for, OEL is going to be moved most definitely. No idea what we're going to get for him. I think Phil Kessel's an almost locked to be traded. I would guess he a talks. second round pick or a prospect or something along that lines. And then Darcy Kemper, again, second round pick or something along that lines. But the guy we'd get the absolute most for is Connor Garland.
0: Yeah, it looks like uh Nick Schmaltz just turned twenty-five in February.
1: So uh, Garland's a little bit older than Schmaltz.
0: Yep, seems oh. like let I me mean, look at his exact age, so I think uh oh yeah, by a, a month, just under a month. Uh Nick <laughs> Schmaltz is older, by just under a month. February twenty third and March eleventh.
1: Oh, that's not even two weeks. Yeah.
0: Is it? Damn, man! Oh yeah, Yeah, that's right. I don't know, dude. Like I said, I'm not good at dates. Um, but
1: yeah, uh, I mean, dates, time zones. There's a lot you're not good with.
0: Hey, it's an article here, right oh here. God. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah.
1: Time zone, oh my god. Sure. But
0: time zone. Mm-hmm.
1: That's that's my thoughts on this
0: deal.
1: <laughs> um, I just wanted to get a first calm down message out there. What do you boys think?
0: Well, actually, wait, yeah. there's a Maple Leafs article here saying Maple Leafs adding Garland would improve forward depth. That's the first article you see. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, and I
1: actually, I read that article. Um, and hockey writers. Absolutely, they are right. He would improve their forward depth. Cardinal Garland would make sense on just about any team out there. In fact, he would make more sense on just about any team out there than he would on the Coyotes. He's mm. our best forward, and you're not going to win with Connor Garland as your best forward.
3: So. Yo.
1: Now, that, I'm not saying trade him because he's not, trade him for that reason, because you need guys like Connor Garland still. You need guys that can be the second or third best forward on a line. You need guys that can be the best forward on a second line. And I think that is Connor Garland's ideal role, is to be the best forward on a second line.
2: Yes.
0: That sounds about right, yeah.
2: Yeah, and I pretty much echo your, your sentiments there, Grandy. Obviously, um, he is one of my more favorite coyotes currently, um, so it definitely would uh, sting a little bit to uh, see him go down the road. but um you know at, at that at this point um I'm, I'm pretty much viewing it just just as you are it's pretty much just a kind of trying to light a fire and make something happen uh type deal in, in my eyes negotiation tactic whatever you want to call it but um i, I still do as well believe that he's going to be a coyote um, uh, at least to start the season um and then you know see what transpires in these contract talks now that's uh you know, we've we've got one hurdle out of the way. I mean, there's still several other things that are pressing and you know making preparations for. But uh, you know, I, I would imagine um, that uh, you know camps are going to start talking pretty soon uh, if they haven't already. Um, but my my first inkling when uh, you know that that tweet was shared within our group chat was like, she's. I mean, this this is uh, you know making it look like. He, or, you know, we're we're leaving him on red pretty much, and you know, not not doing anything about it type deal. So he's been around the uh, kids
0: a lot more using language like that.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but this was wild. But I, yep, I mean, he's one of my favorite coyotes. Like I said, so it, it would be painful to see him go. But um, if that's what needs to happen, you know, to maybe accelerate this process a little bit quicker, then. Uh, you know, we'll see what happens when when that time comes. But uh, I'd much rather have him be on the team. But you know, we'll see. I'm anxiously awaiting.
0: I mean, it's probably a play that I would do if I was an agent. I mean, your, your agent, your your job is to get not only a fat contract for your player, but also for in you know by way of their contract, you get contract you know money. I mean, yeah, I'd make him look bad. I mean, the fans, he's the the agents. Obviously, very you know conscious that garland is a fan favorite he is the best forward in the line currently um so yeah i mean heck like, yeah i'm out there to catch a bag then yeah that's for sure what i'd be doing um but the thing i just read on i had this little thing pulled up clayton killer's only 20 well, 23 this month that's crazy to me i don't know why he, i don't know why i thought he was the same age as garland i have no idea why i thought that or near or, you know within a year or two but yeah he's only 23 this month that's everyone that's
1: is the same age as garland and I, don't I
0: really do i really did until right now huh um, that's really interesting
1: no he is young. he still has growth ahead of him um like i've said this season's crucial and next season is probably the last time we can still say that but so he needs to make major leaps both of these next two seasons But it's not like he's a finished
0: product, man. He's only 23 this month. So, I mean, wow. I I guess I forget how young he is. You forget these people are people. You know, these players are people, I should say. Insane. But, yeah, to finish my thought, I mean, yeah, I think uh, the owners, or the owner, excuse me, the agent is doing what agents do. They stir the drama. Look at, you know, like I said, Aaron Rodgers and all this, you know, the... Oh, I'm leaving, and this, you know, all the contracts and all that crap, but... That's uh, pretty much all I gotta say about it. You boys have hit everything else, so is there any other... UFA, oh, actually, Grandy pretty much nailed our uh, UFA-RFA predictions. Um, so, Grandy, since I think you're built in with excitement about it, do you want to tell the folks about our special draft thingy? Yes, indeed. So... Go for it.
1: We have been working on this idea... Well, essentially, ever since we've been a podcast. Pretty much, yeah. Um, We think we finally have it figured out on how we're going to... Actually, we do have it figured out on how we're going to do it. So, starting, let's say, what, 45 minutes before the draft? you think that's a good time, boys? We haven't really nailed that part down yet.
0: Yeah, we'll get the exact time on over. Just check our social medias um, for us, if you're talking to us in the group chat. Hockey one, so, on Twitter. So, yeah, we, we should have something like, yeah, about that time, 45 minutes. Thirty minutes, yeah, to,
1: But for about forty-five minutes before round one of this year's NHL entry draft, we will be starting a live show that will carry through the first round. Anybody that can jump on can, and we will tweet out a link to so you can join our Discord so you can jump on, talk some hockey, t- talk some personal life stuff, talk. I mean. Come in, talk with us, have fun. We're a fun group of guys, I promise.
0: I got um, a, f- uh, a couple friends coming too, a couple of uh, friends that I met throughout the time in my travels, a uh, Blackhawks fan, a Penguins fan, a couple other ones. so it should be fun. should be a lot of uh,
1: I guess I'll call it sure, shit
0: posting. so:
1: Pretty sure Tony from the group chat is coming.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, he is.
1: So yeah, we're, we definitely we're going to have a fun night. but like I said, get there. Or listen to it early, because we are also having a Coyotes Charity special. We will be starting the show with my personal mock draft and mock trades. For every pick I get right, I will be donating $5 to Coyotes Charities. And for every trade where I get the two teams right, not necessarily the pieces outside of the main core piece, But if I get, say, Eichel traded to the Ducks, just as an example, I'm not saying that's who I'm saying, um, but as an example, if I say Eichel to the Ducks and Eichel gets traded to the Ducks, I will be donating $20 to Coyote's Charities. Just a little fun thing and a little thing you guys can use to hope that I somehow go 31 for 31. (laughs)
0: <laughs> That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome.
1: Um. So uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I don't know if all three of us are going to be there for the full thing. I know I will be there for the full thing. I'm not going to speak for you two though. But it should um, be. It's going to be a fun draft. All in work. It's going to be a game, a league-changing draft.
2: I have a feeling. So, yep. Hmm. Yep, I'm definitely excited for it. Uh, obviously, first time that we're going to try something like this. So it be kind of cool to, you know, see how it goes and, uh, you know, and kind of engage a little bit more with, like, uh, I guess we'd call it our community, but uh, probably mostly from our group chat. But, uh, you know, it would be cool change of pace and something that I don't think any of us have done yet. So but it'll be uh, fun to talk hockey. Uh, like you said, not uh, just about hockey, you know, to pop in have some thoughts about general life and let's let's hear it man it'll you know knock stuff back and forth um we're pretty cool understanding dudes and like to laugh and have a good time so um i'm excited for it man it's gonna be a good time
0: oh we'll be ship posting oh yeah for sure that, that's happening and that's uh, it's gonna divulge into that but it's, it's all good fun uh looking real <laughs> forward to it so you'll see why i'm blocked by 370 people on twitter so
1: That'd be I pretty have a great. Feeling no matter what happens, I'm the loser because if I get picks right, I'm spending money.
0: If I get. Yeah, it's a good cause at least.
1: Picks wrong, I'm going to have Tyler on me. <laughs> oh, it's a
0: great
1: cause.
0: So. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll remember that for all the times he made fun of me for my lack of time telling and month telling skills. So,
2: yeah.
0: my calendar time's time zone. is none of your concern.
2: Time zone minutes.
0: Exactly. Those time zone minutes matter, and so does your five bucks at Coyote's Charities. So (laughs) Everything um, counts. We may have an episode between then, so we may have more details to announce. Uh, We also do have a Discord. I did rebrand it, as you boys have probably saw. I rebranded it all nice. Um, So, maybe get that community going, too. But, if I think we're ready for my question of the week, it's a good one. I think so, anyway. And It's actually... What's it called? An unintentional advertisement? I, I, I guess the new Space Jam comes out, like the 12th, and I, I just was like... I didn't even think of that movie until I thought of my question that popped in my head, and then I was like, oh, hey. That works out. I guess the advertisements are in my head, like in Futurama. But, my question of the week, boys, is a two-parter. The first part is, if you were to make Space Jam, but obviously hockey-themed, what player would you feature as the Michael Jordan? And... Give me, we'll just do three Monstars. Give me three Monstar players. And this is the NHL league wide all time. Um, so you don't have to. Let's not do Wayne Gretzky. Let's leave him out because I think they'd probably be pick. So besides Wayne Gretzky, who do you pick? Chase, let's hear it.
2: Yeah, let's probably go current rosters. For sure, this. that works. Um, as far as. Um, i would pick to play mj in the hockey world i'm gonna go with the hometown boy austin matthews oh man that's what i was gonna pick dang you <laughs> and then my three mon stars let's
0: see here. i swear to god if you say this one i swear to god i'm going first for the next like five weeks
2: <laughs> i'm gonna go
0: cooch Kuch. uh um, kucherov He said Kucherov. He said nothing wrong, inappropriate. (laughs) He said Kucherov.
2: (laughs) Kucherov. um, Let's see here. My attendee, just because he's riding a hot streak right now, I'm going to go Price. And let's see. Hmm.
3: My other one. Dang it, man. So many. Hmm. huge price and let's go with Markstone. Okay. Not bad. So, Randy?
1: for my Jordan, I'm going to go with an all-time player that I want to stick with uh, current for my Monstars.
3: There you go.
0: For my
1: all-time player, my Jordan, Is going to be Yager.
0: Oh, I should have seen that one coming, but I didn't.
1: My favorite player of all time, man.
0: He is. No, you're right. I should have thought about that. I should have thought about that.
1: Air the legendary skill. No, you're
0: right. That's a good pick. He is
1: made for this role. And then for my monsters, I want to do some guys that are. I want to do a full team of six, a full line of six. That's fine. Guys, that are absolutely fantastic villains.
0: They're monsters.
1: For left wing, we are going to go with. Alexander Always got the
0: Martin. layout. Oh yeah, there you go.
1: For right wing, we are going to go Brad
3: Marchand. Okay. For center,
1: this one is tough. This is the one I've been debating on the longest.
0: Connor McDavid. But
1: I think we're gonna go Austin Matthews.
0: He'd be a good villain. I think he I think he'd embrace the role. I think, I think he, it's a good I choice. Think,
1: I think it's he the mustache, has a, bro. attitude. It yeah, is the mustache. Um
0: a freaking for, tombstone mustache.
1: For defense one, we're gonna go Eric Carlson. Okay. And then for defense two, he doesn't play defense, but we're going to list the villains here. You got to have him. We're going to go Tom Wilson.
0: <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you might. Yeah, I mean, what a better than this year. Okay, that's a good list.
1: And then my goalie is Mike
3: Smith.
0: <laughs> You're making Mike Smith to be the Monstars goalie?
1: I, I need a guy who's a villain, man.
0: Oh, that's true. He does break a lot of... Yeah, okay, that's a good point. That's a really good point. Not and- bad.
1: During his prime, and I mean, he had a great regular season this year. So, during his prime, was really a a contender, man.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, he got us to the that playoff run. That was it was a lot of it was him.
1: But tell me that that's not an easy to root against. It's tainted for us because of Matthews.
2: Yeah.
0: No, I I can see Matthews embracing it, though. I can definitely see Matthews really being like, yeah, I'll be the villain. Like, I definitely can see that, for sure.
1: I thought about McKinnon as the center because of the helmet-throwing incident, but it's so hard to hate him.
0: Yeah, he's not a villain kind of guy.
1: He's not. I mean, really, nobody outside of Coyotes fans are going to hate him for that helmet-throwing incident either, because let's be real, that was just absolutely hilarious. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah it was yeah honestly it was pretty funny like
2: hey it worked yeah, i, I guess have, i should have rethink my attendee because uh, the freaking carrie price fits into that role too he's not really hated except for probably by toronto right now so that no,
0: makes Carey sense because i mean the monsters are looking for talent too so carrie price is makes sense.
1: I was going to go that's why i had to scramble for mike smith oh I, shoot. <laughs>
0: But it makes sense, Jay. Because I mean, if you like the monsters were coming now, they're aliens, right? They're going to take a glimpse and they'd see Carrie Price there. They probably would go for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it kind of makes sense. I, I'll I'll help you justify your pick there. I got you. You owe me one, one, though. And yeah, next time Grandy bullies me, you'll have to help me out. <laughs> <laughs> Always Grandy for some reason. I'm like, bro, drive <laughs> on down here. I'll post the Addy. <laughs> <laughs> still my favorite thing he's ever done that is just that makes I think about it sometimes at random and just start laughing that is the I respect it I'm not gonna lie I respect it <laughs> <But> my pick <laughs> oh man I had a couple um Matthews was one of mine I was like of course Chase read my mind again I really got to start going first in these things I swear um you know what I think I might go with Nathan Ant- McKinnon, Ant- I think. What's that? I said
1: Antoine Vermette.
0: Yeah, right? No. Well, he's actually not making my list this time. Surprise, surprise. Oh, Chase, get him. See, he bullied me again. But, um. Brandon, <laughs> leave him alone. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I have my yes, own goon now. Appreciate We've
2: it. Seen Pierre Vermette sticking up, man.
0: Oh, man. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. It never so... gets old,
2: though.
0: No, it doesn't. That's so funny. Oh, my God. I hate <laughs> all of you. I hate all of you. You guys are about to edit this thing yourself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um oh wait, you can't. No, no. <laughs> exactly. Um Ugh. I said Nate McKinnon because he's yeah, you know, like you guys said, no one can hate him. He's really good still. He's a pretty popular player. I mean he made letter Kenny, they'll just say Nate McKinnon. So I was like, I think I think he'd do well. I think it'd be he's good enough. Uh um, my villains, I did have Tom Wilson because, you know, obviously I think he is kind of a villain. Um, I'm going to go with a bit of a twist I think I'm going to take Crosby because if I'm thinking like the Monstars have been watching, you know, the Aliens, whatever they probably would think that he's still really good you know, he's always, you know, on posters and famous, popular, whatever, so definitely him he is
1: still really good
0: yeah, so I would take him and then
3: hmm we're doing league
0: wide Mm, let's go with. I want to say Avi too. Man, I was. That's a really good one too. Uh, let's go with uh, Steven Stamkos. Let's take him. Become him. He can become a monster too. But I have my coach for the. I guess Toon Squad. I have the perfect. For the coach. Toon
1: Squad or the monstars? The
0: toon Squad. I have the. I have the toon Squad coach locked, sealed, and delivered. This is going to sell millions of copies, boys. It's got to be Pierre, bro. Pierre's got to come back out of retirement, bro. He's got to come out. This is his time to shine. What better time for that snowman than now? Yeah. This is it. This is his claim to fame. This is what he was sewn together for,
2: in my the opinion. One that, the one that I Vermont dresses he, up as? Exactly.
0: I thought he was a player. I
1: mean, we are technically doing different <laughs> characters here. For well, he's, a, he's
2: a coach. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, he's a coach. All right. I think it, I think it's good that way. I think it's <laughs> it's fine. But, <laughs> to keep it Coyotes themed, uh, give me your Coyotes version, the entire roster, uh, from start to finish. Give me your Jordan and your three Monstars. Grandy?
1: Well, I think if we're doing Coyotes again, we have to cross Shane Don off the list, or he's everybody's answer.
0: Yeah, pretty much. I was thinking that too.
1: So... I'm going to go with the personality that will sell movies.
0: Oh, I swear to God! If you think who, if I think it's if you pick who I think it is, I swear
1: <laughs> it probably. I swear
0: it's I'm probably my pick.
1: One of the most likable coyotes of all time,
0: Jeremy Roenick.
1: <laughs> Keith handle.
0: Oh, that's a good one. Okay, I was choosing. Yeah, oh. spoiler alert! I chose uh, Jeremy Roenick. So,
1: and he was heavily skilled. So he'd be but good.
0: I think he'd, he'd be a good one too, though.
1: It's just that personality. You want to see that personality front and center. For then, sure. on Stars, Jeremy Ronix is center, because,
3: I mean, come on. Perfect villain. Then you have Claude the Mew. Yes, he was a coyote.
0: Hmm.
1: I want he to was. throw Brett Hall in there, but.
0: <laughs> I'm not stretching it.
1: <laughs> that, that's a
0: stretch. <laughs> Marion Hosa. Marion Hosa. Caval Datsu. <laughs>
1: So we're going to go, uh, actually, we'll go Rick Talkett because he was kind of that. Oh, cat. yeah, there you go. Ooh, and nope, nope, scratch that, sorry, not Rick Talkett. We're going to go Tyson Nash.
0: Oh, he's got the big nose, too, perfect for comedy. So we have. And the language he says, muffins and pizzas and stuff. So we have t- Rick Nash. Uh, who, who have Rick I said? Nash. Jeremy <laughs> Rowan,
1: Tyson Nash, and who?
0: Uh, the only Jim, two Rohn- Nash, and um, holy crap, I have a memory of a goldfish. Um yeah.
2: the handle is your Jordan, so I, I think mm-hmm. you need more oh. monster
0: Good. Um, I'm blanking
2: on the other wings, so
1: for a moment, I'm going to go and say Ed Jovanovsky is one of my defensemen, Mike Smith is my goalie. I'm going to leave the fun guy for you guys and see if you guys can take him. Okay. And then I'm going to go Derek Morris and my other defenseman,
0: Derek Demo.
1: And then for wing, we need a lot of skill to make up for Tyson Nash on the other wing.
0: It's <laughs> comedic relief. Ray Whitney. Ray Whitney, yeah, that was one of mine too. Damn, you got two of my three or two of my picks. So, all right, Chase, what you got?
2: You go full this like
0: Randy, or just do your own thing. Whatever you want to do.
2: Yeah, I'm going to go old-school three-on-three action for hockey. Um, I'm going to probably load it up on three forwards, though, for the monsters. But uh, for the hero of the show, I think I'm going to have to go with uh, Chicken. Um, oh, okay. Just because uh, I do think that he's got the personality for it. T- Marketability. His interviews crack me up every time I don't know why, but just a, just a solid listen. Um, Monstars, I'm going heavy classic coyotes. I'm going Keith Kachuk, Brad May, Rick Tocket.
3: Okay. Oh
0: Claude Lemieux, that was one of your picks. oh, that's yeah. right.
1: oh I did I had Claude
0: Lemieux. Yep. yeah you did. Yeah, yeah, that's one of your picks. yeah I was like it just hit me. I was like, oh yeah just hit me.
1: Yep, take out Tyson Nash, insert Claude Lemieux. There we go. We're good.
0: Poor Tyson. So mine, uh, I'm going to go with Jeremy Roenick as a star. I think I'm thinking like the classic um, Space Jam. So, you know, perfect 90s figure there for us. Um, let's see. For my mom stars, I'm going to go with Yeah, Whitney for sure. Um, Gosh, I just had him. Um, yeah, Kachuk was another one I had. And my last one, I'm going to go with... No, not him. Uh, I'm going to go with...
3: Hmm. I'm going to say... Just say it, Tyler. You know what I want. Fightin' Killer.
0: Fightin' Killer. This so have the modern guy in there. So, there why not? And my goalie i picking Cujo because when I picture it, I picture him being a cool dog cartoon monster thing, and I don't know. I think that just fits, so works for me. Wait, Those
1: Chase, you never said your goalie. You never said your goalie.
2: Oh, that's right. Let's see here. My goalie. Hmm. Dang, man. I'm going to have to reach into your bag and go, Mike Smith.
1: Oh, man. I left you guys a softball. Yep. I'm going to change my goalie, then. <laughs> We're gonna go Brisgolov.:
0: Oh yes! Oh my oh, God, you're God. right. He Great. would have been. He should have been the hero. Let's think about a goalie. That'd be better. I want the Brisgolov <laughs> Space Jam. That would be. In, I would give my soul for that. That'd be incredible.
1: <gasps> I, I specifically left him out there for. Oh, a Oh man, yeah.
0: that's a good point. Oh my God, yes! I can't believe I didn't think of that. Me either. That would have it's been perfect. I'm Can you tired. imagine that? Can you imagine yeah. that? Make him the hero. No, no, scrap everything. Make him the hero. He's the Jordan for some reason. I don't care how. I don't care what 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 <laughs> MacGuffin he needs to chase. Brizgolov versus the freaking world. That's what I want to see. I want to see him have to fight these cartoon monsters. But no, no, no. Don't hey. let him know they're cartoons.
3: Hey, it's just what?
0: game. Exactly. Just I was game. thinking that. But like, think like, imagine if it was like he, he wasn't aware he was in a movie. It'd be even better. Don't tell him he's in a movie. He, and see him interact with these little sticks and like all that pre production stuff like that. I would pay. I'd give you my soul, whoever can make that happen. You probably
2: think it. he's fighting off space monkeys and all sorts yes.
0: of stuff. Can you imagine? But he doesn't know it's a movie. He has no idea. So he's sitting here like not looking at the camera and he's not getting his lines right. Like, oh, I would. Mm, chef's kiss. That'd be amazing. I'm in for it, boys. <laughs> I'm in for it. <laughs> That's what I want to see. Screw I don't care about the good skills. Screw that. I want to see this guy take on cartoon monkeys. That'd be sweet. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Oh, my God. I feel like an idiot. How do I? God. I call myself a fan. What am I doing? Maybe my life choices. Oh, my goodness. Well, <laughs> I think... Uh, is, that, is that all, boys? Is that all we got? I think so. Yeah, I'm good, boys. Are you sure? Nothing else? No other announcements? We're not doing anything...
1: No, I mean, I don't know how many more recording sessions we're going to get in between now and the draft, but...
0: Maybe one more? Maybe? Maybe?
1: Maybe one more, but we will, in case something happens between now and the draft, say OEL gets traded or Kemper gets traded, we will be having a emergency podcast. Um, tonight would have been an emergency podcast, but we hadn't done one in so long. We felt... We wanted to try to get a full episode in there. So, and we did. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, outside of that, uh, we'll, oh, we should probably have an emergency podcast after the expansion draft, actually.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: that'd be a good one. Yeah, sure. We can do a draft summary episode or something. That sounds good. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but and then,
2: uh, the only other thing I have is obviously, thanks for listening. Um, obviously it's been a kind of slow off season and life happens and all that good stuff. But uh, looking forward to getting back on a semi-normal recording schedule with you boys and throwing some decent content out there and all that uh, good jazz. But, uh, you know, we definitely appreciate all of you out there listening and uh, can't, can't thank you guys enough.
0: Yeah. Sounds, it sounds good to me boys. So from all of us here at the and Yodi's, Guess a fantastic night, and uh, we will see you before
3: or during the draft. Have a good one.